Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> I was thinking about the podcast that we're about to record. Oh, were you with Jamie Morton? <laughs> yeah, with Jamie Morton, buddy. From uh, my dad wrote a porno. Yeah, that's why I was laughing at the thought of like his his podcast that made me chuckle all the way through the past years, and now he's finally on our podcast. He's been an inspiration to us. Yeah, he has. He's been an inspiration to us, man. And and do you know what? What a lovely, lovely. Lovely man. What a lovely man. What a lovely man. Today's podcast was fabulous, everyone. We got to speak with Jamie Morton. What a really great guy. Inspiration to us. He uh, created the podcast. My dad wrote a porno after his dad sent him his erotic novel he had written. Hey, look, we'll let him tell you the story. Yeah, we'll let him. He had over 180 million downloads so far. One of the biggest podcasts in the world. They've done a world tour. Holy smokes. Here he is, Francis. Here he is, Jamie Morton. On private parts. (laughs) Enjoy. Oh my god, this is so professional. There we go. It's worrying. Do you not clap on your one? No, we don't film it. You oh. do not? Why why don't why don't you film it? Because I do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, but hey, but listen, hey, welcome to the twenty-first century. Yeah, the, the future <laughs> okay, cool. is film. We'll go with that. Yeah. It is right. Hey, do you know what else uh, is about the twenty-first century? Is um the fact that uh you uh you drink matcha, don't you? Yeah. You drink matcha. Yeah, in fact, I talk about it in my diary today. Do you? Mm. I've been. Do you know what? I, I don't drink coffee because I've tried to drink coffee and. Um, well, matcha is not really coffee, is it? Yeah, matcha is coffee. No, no, matcha is tea. But that's just the same thing. You have a, like a matcha coffee. You don't go. You, oh, you don't have a tea. No, they call it a matcha latte, but it's got yeah. no coffee in it. <laughs> latte is latte is, is actually is a is a milky coffee, right? So instead of the coffee, you have a matcha latte rather than a coffee latte. Jamie, do you do you drink? Well, do you drink matcha? I have no idea what you're both talking about. Yes, you do. You know, I mean, I have got a coffee here, and seeing as you're slagging off coffee, I feel. Bad I know. Do you know what? I drink coffee every morning. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so your matcha's just what, like a, Ma- little, a little chaser? Matcha, matcha, cool. <laughs> you're so, you're so <laughs> like we're in a proper booth. You've got like headphones. It's far too professional for me. You're drinking this no, fake no, drink. Ma- matcha, matcha is tea. Okay, so um, I don't want to give away my diary. Don't give away your diary. Yeah, hey, don't do no. it, Francis. We are just, we're going to be just a bated breath. We have it. to get people to listen to the next half of yeah, the podcast. Exactly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate and sordid details of our lives. Now, today we have a very important guest, uh, a superstar, someone who I think Francis and I very much look up to, uh, mm. uh, and uh, just... Podspiration. Yeah. Oh, God. No. This is, this is, I think, when I started the podcast with Francis, I think you were my ultimate guest, and now I have oh, you. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And now I have you. Oh, I have you here. Sounds a bit creepy that I said it. Doesn't it? <laughs> Jamie Morton, everybody. <laughs> Hello, Jamie. Hi, hi. Uh, Jamie, so we should probably say that uh, you are most known for the ultimate podcast in the world, My Dad Wrote a Porno. I'd say only known for that. I don't think I have any other claim to fame. But yes, my dad writes shit porn and that's why I'm here. And it's nice to be here. It's not shit porn though, is it? 
Okay. <laughs> no, there isn't any scat. No, um, not as of yet. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how these uh, how these books progress. Um, it's a matter of time. I mean, it's a race to the bottom. I am, if you will. Yeah, I am worried about it. Um, but no, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks. Hey, can I ask you something? Are you, are you a spiritual? Do you feel like like moons and things like that mean something? What? Wow. Okay, it's going straight into the uh, the deep and meaningful section of the podcast. Um, no. Because I Not feel, well, listen, I'm telling you guys. What do you mean? Are you asking him if he believes in astrology? Well, n- maybe it is astrology, but I'm telling you what, Mercury's moon, Mercury, Merc- Merc- Mercury's <laughs> moon is all out of sync right now. Or Mercury, oh, the planet. It? Yeah, apparently it's out of sync. This is why I feel like everyone's feeling a bit like on edge and everyone's feeling a bit funky. It's because of Mercury. Oh, and really? that's why I'm here on your podcast. And that's why because, you're here. Uh, Mercury's doing crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, Mercury's doing crazy shit. So suddenly you're like, you know what? I'm going to come do this podcast. <laughs> but dude, but you, you, uh, you've listened to my podcast and Francis' yes. podcast, haven't you? <laughs> yes, both of your podcasts. Yeah, yeah. you listen to our podcast. And, uh, I do, I and do. we're huge fans of yours as well, which is just Oh, like, thanks. I mean, I feel like this is like a podcast off right now. Yeah, it's like a loving. Yeah, no, I think it's good Cross to like podcasting. support other podcasts. Yeah, I think it's nice. But when you when you started, because your podcast started in 2015, I mean, you that wasn't when they were that popular. No, like, I no know, one really yeah. knew about them. So, what gave you the inspiration to kind of go right? I'm going to go and do this and start my own podcast. Um, yeah, good question. Yeah, I, I to be honest with you. It was just purely because it was porn. Mm-hmm. So we were like, we want to do something with it, but you couldn't really act it out or like film it or anything. So we thought, well, let's just record it. And people have to, you know, admit that they're listening to it on the tube or whatever. So we thought it'd be a good way to kind of stealthily inject pornography <clears throat> into people's commute. So do you think that it uh, turns people on? Um, <laughs> I can categorically say yes. Yeah. Many people no, are you're like, wet do you think people do you, uh, on the Northern Line? No, I, no, of course not. It's not. It's not at all sexy. That's kind of the point, you know. So, so when he's writing it, is it is it more for him that he writes it? Well, well, I mean, it, it kind of had to be because when he first wrote these, you know, no one was ever going to read them. I think he'd mm. sold three e-books by the time we started really? the podcast. He's now sold five. Um, <laughs> so you can see how... Uh, the growth is <laughs> Yeah, exactly, yeah. Other business models really are enhanced by a podcast. Um, no, so he, he, he very much wrote it for himself, I think. Yeah. yeah. But Jamie, it's interesting. Yeah. I want to start from like the very beginning, right? So, so where, where did you grow up and how did your dad come to the fact that you started writing porn? Where, what was your childhood like? Really normal, very nice Manchester, South Manchester. Oh, that's what you, you can said, probably Mancha. tell from my uh, accent. Yeah, I can do it as well. Ma- Manchester, Manchester, mate. Yeah, Manchester, mate. Yeah, they, like, yeah, yeah, it's more like that. They talk like that. Francis, Manchester. They don't talk like they that. They do, Jamie. They do. Listen, close your eyes. Close you ever your... been to Manchester? Yeah, close your eyes okay. quickly. Yeah, Jamie, how you doing? <laughs> what? Oh my God, I'm home. <laughs> this is unbelievable. That's what they sound like. Where, where were you from in Manchester? Um, I'm, I'm actually from a, um, a little village called Hale oh, yes. uh, in Manchester. So, so you hail from Hale? I hail from Hale. So I'm sure anyone who's from Manchester will be like, that's not Manchester. Yeah, that's, that's what they think. proper Manchester. Is that Audley nice, Edge? But, no, no, it's much nicer than Audley oh. Edge. It's like, it's the, like the hidden secret. It's, like, really it's like the really? Harrogate of Leeds. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just without the uh, Betty's tea room. Yeah. It's what, it's what, it's what uh, my, my friend used to do when... Um, when they were living, so they they would live in uh, they would live in Pimlico, um, but they of would course. say. But when they when they were drunk and like at a party, they'd be like, "Yeah, I live in Victoria." <laughs> but then, but then when they were just normally like, "Yeah, I live in Pimlico." And I love that, with other that people. one of those is supposed to be bad in this story. <laughs> Brilliant. 
Oh my god, it sounds so poor. I live in Victoria. Yeah, it's, you know, those zone one. Who is this to... friend of yours? <laughs> my friend Jemima, who actually listens to the podcast. But then there was the other time when you say, you know, you either live in Shepherd's Bush or you live in Notting Hill. Right. So you probably mix up. You're like, yeah, I'm from Manchester, but in fact, you're from Hale, which is. Not yeah, in Manchester. Yeah. Well, you know, it is in it is in in Manchester. I just wouldn't say Hale off the bat because no one would have heard of it. Um, I, I, I have actually heard of Shepherd's Bush. So I probably would have said that if I was from Shepherd's yeah. Bush. Well, yeah, it doesn't make any difference. I'm just like fragrantly lie about where I'm from. I should start changing completely. I should just say start saying like Hackney. When yeah, I, yeah. Where do you live? Yeah, I live in Hackney. Where do you live? Chelsea. Right, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Very convenient. Um, but so you grew up in Manchester yeah. and then were you always kind of very creative and things like that or did you kind of grow into that no yeah very much so always wanted to kind of not well the interesting thing about me was that I never wanted to be in any way like fronting anything which I think is also probably why we did a podcast as well because I didn't really feel and still don't particularly feel that comfortable like on stage or in front of cameras hello um whereas he's, say, he's not just saying hello he's saying hello to the camera oh sorry yes yeah because yeah, yeah. they that they uh, they uh, film this podcast which obviously renders it not a podcast at all um <laughs> joking um no yes yeah, so i i was always really interested in in kind of doing stuff but not really more behind the scenes so i went to um the university of leeds and got very involved in the student tv What's station that? jamie i was at leeds really yeah Wait, did we i mean how we, old are you i'm 30 I'm 31. What? Oh, well, so you're probably there together. Yeah, we probably were. We probably hang out in tequila yeah, or, 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 or mint or mint nightclub. or so saying a lot about uh, Jamie's social life. Tequila <laughs> and mint, yes. I was very much an old bar kind of boy. I don't think I was allowed in tequila. Oh, you, had well, to you, look, you had to look a very specific way to get into tequila. Yeah, yeah. Really? I didn't. Yeah. I what way was that? Just cool. You yeah. Just, yeah just look they really had to look like they're from Pimlico, not from Victoria. <laughs> right. It's actually so true. It was the poshest. It, was it the really poshest. was. I was like, I wasn't going anywhere near that. It was the poshest night that Leeds ever done. And yeah. It was just basically every single posh person from Leeds would go to tequila and you would turn up there and just sort of walk around and just try and kiss everyone. That was the idea. Really? All of and the then, Ras would just congregate. And do you know what, Jane? I, I still to this day, I've been mm. so irritated because I, there were these things in Leeds called tequila boys. And the tequila boys were the guys who would... Weren't you a tequila Tequila boy. No, I wasn't. You screamed I, tequila you tried to boy. be a tequila boy, no, and they turned you down. <laughs> did they turn me down? Did they? Oh, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mate, really upset. I got turned down by uh, by being a tequila boy. Wait, what would you have to have to done? Yeah, do seeing as I, I never got in there, what, what you know, <laughs> Mate, they what were happened? so cool. They would just wear t-shirts saying tequila on them. They would put tequila shots in I wasn't Andy mouths. Jordan a tequila Yeah, Andy uh, Jordan was a tequila boy. And you really wanted? I didn't want to. I just thought it would be fun. The only two, said, two times I'd been rejected, the one time when uh, I went and someone said oh we want to employ you for Abercrombie and Fitch and they employed me and everyone else was at the front of house and I was put in the stocking room oh. <laughs> I, just, just, I, didn't even, I wasn't allowed I didn't want to say anything but I was confused that I, they would have hired I you I wasn't at all. allowed on the floor I had, to, I, I had to use the lift I wasn't allowed on the shop floor oh my god <laughs> they didn't allow me and I had to just be in the, and I was just sitting there going I'm better than this one day they'll see <laughs> what, you thought you were going to be one of the models on the... yeah I thought I was oh. going to be the model on the door Jamie. and then uh, the other one was uh, not being allowed to be a tequila boy well um, thank and you for that, that was See, real, you've, you've never you still been dealing with it currently? rejected other yeah. than those times <laughs> no a lot of times I got rejected uh, actually actually, Jemima comes into it again Jemima who said Pimlico and Victoria yeah. when we were 12 years old she I kissed her and she said um, she called me a mistake to one of her friends and we oh. went we went home and I was with all of my friends 
Well, we as all... in the kiss or just you in general? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think with the kiss, actually, I don't know. He's that. clearly a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> just ask his mum. <laughs> but we, we uh, so we then went, I went back to my house with all of my friends and they were like, they all had such a fun time. We had a big party and they were trying to make toast and I, and I got the, I got the, the bread, I got the loaf of bread and threw it in the sink around the water so they couldn't eat it. Because I was so furious. I was like, well, if you, if I'm going to feel pain, so are you. You're not allowed to eat toast because I was so bitter. Oh my yeah. God. But everyone's felt rejection. Surely, Jay, mm. you must have felt rejection at some time. Oh, it? yeah, of course. Yeah, that's yeah. the point. Like, and I think that's what's you know great about you know university, tequila or not. You know, you really get to hone those rejection skills pretty well. So, did you ever try and get into tequila? <laughs> I did once actually. Yeah, oh, really? I got as far as the tools, uh, <laughs> and they, they said no. Oh, you can't no. come in. What um, do they say? They went look. <laughs> You don't look rich enough. You're not, yeah. you're not allowed in here. Said it in those, in those How long is your driveway? Words, but, uh, yeah. And you went, wait, but I'm from Hale. Let yeah, exactly. Hear. I was like, look, for the North, I'm actually really posh, guys. Did you like Leeds? How, how come you I chose... I fucking loved Leeds. Yeah, it was so oh great, God, wasn't yeah. it? How come you chose Leeds, though? If you were you, you grew up in Manchester, how come you mm-hmm. didn't decide to go something like really south or something like that? Why did you stick to Leeds? Um, I don't... Well, just, uh, I guess, because of the course... I wasn't oh, yeah, that's particularly probably a good reason behind Geography it. wasn't really my main... Uh, <laughs> what did you study there? Um, I actually studied cinema, ah. um, which is a real degree. Don't, no, don't do that. Ah, that. cool, yeah. No, it's like, very theory-based. I can tell you all about, um, you know, German expressionist cinema from the 1930s, oh, cool. which I actually probably couldn't do. So Jamie, that was the biggest me. annoying thing about... Because I did theatre and performance, and it was... Oh, yeah, were, you cinema. At, were you at that random place? Like, yeah, no, I didn't go to the random place. Where was that place? There was, was a, there was a kind of other campus that was not in Leeds at all. I mean, it might have been in Harrogate. Wait, wait, is that where we went? We went to the when we walked around. No, so what was so, it called? Like, b- 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 uh, b- um, b- not Badminton. <laughs> Badminton House. That's, that's where all the thespians went. No, what they did at Leeds, very weirdly, is that uh, for, for years and years and years, and it was the year that I arrived, they changed it. Oh, they, okay. uh, if you were in the first year studying theatre and performance, you would go to a separate house and live there, which was uh, like 20... It was, in, it was miles away. It was in Bradford. Or, 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 oh, was that what it was? Yeah, yeah it, was, and you, and it wasn't would, Leeds. It yeah. wasn't Leeds, and you would uh, stay there as a theatre student, and you would live your whole year in like... Like a community just in doing... In Bradford? Yeah, well, just in a lovely... They wanted to keep all the theatre geeks away from everybody else, <laughs> including people who just live in Leeds. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, no, but we want to be thespians. Let's just have the and best what, time so, ever. And so you had the option to do that, but... No, so then it changed the uh, year that I arrived because people realised that it was mental to do so that. So weird. Because of this whole other, like, cult that was really? out of town, yeah. Because then you would come back into Leeds University and they'd be like, well, I don't want to speak to anyone because I don't know anyone. <laughs> it was like a really <laughs> weird transition. Imagine yeah. how different you'd have been if they hadn't... Uh, change that I think it would have been the you'd same you'd have basically gone to Bradford University mm. Mm. but Jay were you one of these guys were you did you were you nervous to go to university or were you quite kind of open and quite excited I, yeah like- I, I, I couldn't wait I was really excited and I I kind of went with a very kind of specific attitude of I wanted to do loads of different things um, and I joined the, the student TV station which is really geeky um, it's very Greg James of you. Yeah, well, yeah, interesting, yeah. Um, because actually that's where I met Alice Levine and James Cooper and all of my... Who are your of, co-hosts? Who are my co-hosts of my direct porno, exactly. Um, and everyone who, who kind of worked there or did the student TV station went all got jobs in TV and then when they graduated, uh, got jobs, and then when we graduated, they gave us all jobs in TV. So it was the right. best way to kind of like 
inject yourself into the media industry without actually having any qualifications yeah. at all. Yeah, but how did you know that's what you wanted? I feel like in life, right, right at the moment, no one has any clue what they want to do, right? Everyone just goes, oh, and there's, and there's pressures that we have at the moment to succeed, right? Everyone mm-hmm. wants to succeed, but no one actually knows what they want to succeed. And those days of going, yeah. I want to be an architect, or I want to be this or that, have kind of slightly... I think there are people trained to be an architect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are a few doctors no, out there. No, no. you know what? There aren't, okay? And it's a real problem that we're facing <laughs> At the moment, everyone wants to be an influencer and everyone wants to be on YouTube. And sure, but do, the, do but do they actually really? Yes. Do you not think that's just how, like there's a very specific group of people in the world that want that, but Sad they always want wankers. something. <laughs> <laughs> Twat, essentially. <laughs> but so, but you always knew that you wanted to do television, and you wanted um, to not TV specifically, but yeah, like just something in um, the creative industry, like film or yeah, TV or because you just podcasting, have... anything really. Yeah, like but podcast. This is a because I was it your love of films? Did you just have a fascination with that kind of like cinematic side of things, or was it just the creativity of it all? Yeah, well, just I just like creating worlds and like you know telling stories and things, which is the best way to communicate your creative what's your favorite film i i, I knew he you comes in with a big question so I, don't, I, don't, in there. I don't have a favorite film what's your what 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 <laughs> film do you <laughs> who actually do you really like um i really like the graduate oh yeah. I, 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 I know what you all really like goodfellas is a great movie the breakfast club that's your favorite um, no, no, actually. I'm okay, not I'll, yeah, I'll guess your next favorite. Okay, this okay, is cool. actually your favorite. Your favorite is, <laughs> oh, back. your favorite is, <clears throat> your, Jamie Morton's favorite movie quoted by him is Robocop. That's up there. Is it? No, of course it's not. <laughs> I studied cinema. Yeah, Robocop was my inspiration for going to university and pursuing a career in the arts. Thank you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But you're also you're you're incredibly funny and charismatic and these kind of things. So did you what comedies did you actually you must have loved comedy. Okay, another thing. I actually don't particularly like comedy. I know. And I'm not really Yeah, you do, Jamie. No, I don't and I also don't really watch comedy. I don't Yeah, you um, do. No, I don't. I was listening to your Jack Whitehall at when it went out ages ago. Yeah. Um and I was like, oh, it's so funny because I, I literally, I, I knew who he was, but I'd never, because I, I realized I'd never actually watched any, any of his stuff and he was really funny. But, and I thought about it, I was like, why haven't I ever seen anything? Because I don't watch comedy. So the fact that I do a comedy podcast is, is a little bit of a, yeah, but maybe a surprise I, to me. Did you, Francis, did you watch comedy growing up? Uh, yeah, I've been a bit, uh, yeah, I've been a, a obsessed with comedy since as long as I can remember. Well, uh, how how long? Well, have like you I really like really um, like when I was at school, I just watched YouTube videos of really American comedians. Yeah, okay, stand up comedians. Yeah, is that what you did? Yeah, <laughs> that's wicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you know, I, yeah, 
Yeah, I've always loved comedy. Because I think so you were never like a big. You were never like because I think with you know, uh, apart from Gervais's podcast, which you know his one, which was just so. I mean, I do watch comedy. I I I do like The Office and stuff. Like, yeah, there is stuff that I I have seen. I'm not some sort of like. It's it's a weird guy. (laughs) (laughs) I just like dark things. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to watch things which are really dark. But you know, with you know, you had Gervais's podcast with Stephen Merchant and Carl Pickleton, which was like kind of the beginning of sort of podcast comedy and I yeah. would then say you had like Buxton and things like that but I think my dad wrote a porno was kind of that uh, sort of it is it's the iconic one that to go in there and really sort of command that area of comedy and and, and sort of that category it was sort of the one that everyone was uh, was talking about after Serial, because everyone was talking yeah. about Serial, and then and then it's like, oh, what's and then oh, have you listened to my dad wrote porno? And then that became the thing yeah. that everyone was talking about. Yeah. When, when people started talking about Serial, I actually thought they were talking about Serial, Special K. And, yeah, I was like, <laughs> why is that so? And it was also at the same time when I heard about it when they opened up that that uh, cereal shop in East London. You know, yeah, the yeah, one yeah. which you would just go and eat cereal. And I was like, why is everyone obsessed with cereal? <laughs> <laughs> cereal is taking over. We should be worried. But yours was kind of thing. And I think, you know, and I don't particularly want to focus on the podcast so much, but, it, but when did you start to realise that it was becoming this juggernaut that was mm. going forward or it started to pick up traction? Do you know what? It was quite early on, actually. I think episode three was when Elijah Wood tweeted about it and was like, oh, everyone's got to listen to this thing. It's hilarious. Frodo. Frodo, I know. Or as my dad said, Bilbo. Right. <laughs> uh, had, had no idea who he was at all. Um, I think he thought it was Gimli, actually, at one point. Um, and I was like, that's cool. And then from then on, it kind of just kind of you know, reached this head of steam, which was really lovely and very surprising. Because mm. when you do a show, when you make anything, you don't really expect or think people are going to listen to it, but particularly well, you pornography. Hope, you hope people are going to listen to it, right? Of course you do. But for me, it was always like, I just think this is really, I think this is a really funny thing. And I was really proud of the show that we've made. And if, you know, 10 people listen to it, I'd still make it because I, I just found it funny. And same as James Ellis. But then when people start listening to it on mass, you realise, oh, fuck, yeah, people are actually listening to it, especially in different countries and, People were, like contacting us from Saudi Arabia and the Vatican City, <laughs> but it's interesting because you know, and that is, and that's such a good life lesson you just gave there, which is so true. Is that people follow that uh, sort of idea of following success, right? And yeah, going, like, yeah, yeah. going down the road, and going, oh, I have to do this because it's going to make me rich and famous, and, and all yeah. that. And in fact, that just makes you sad. But what you mm. did is, which is so true, that you just made it because you thought it was funny yourself. Yeah, and if ten people listen to it, then that's great. And that's that's the true kind of. Uh, creator and producer and person within you doing that kind of thing which it must be so great to make something that you actually love and then it becomes popular as well yeah it definitely means more I mean to think yeah if we'd have kind of cynically been like okay how are we going to make loads of money (laughs) because a lot of people ask me like so tell me everything that's made my dad write a porno success and I'm like well that's completely irrelevant that you don't need to know that you just need to know what show you want to make and I know that sounds really annoying and trite, but it is actually true because I made so much shit before porno that no one engaged what, with or watched. That's what I was going to ask. Or anything. What 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 did you do before? Because I guess if you if you you started four years ago, five years. Uh, ago? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, four. So four before years that, ago, yeah. from your, the period of you leaving um, Leeds, what mm-hmm. to, what did you do? What was your career trajectory? Because um, to- I met you, Jamie, at the clothes show. Yeah, that's yeah, with the, Charlotte. That's yeah, the yeah, first yeah. time, we, and he, and you were shooting Charlotte's kind of YouTube channel yeah, and things yeah, yeah. like that. That was so fun. I'm yeah, seeing was, her in a couple of weeks, actually. She's great. Man. She's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlotte. 
Charlotte Crosby. Crosby. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she was amazing. She like took me to Australia and New Zealand. Was this all before? Like, the... it was, I mean, not on holiday um, to work. Very, very hard. Um, <laughs> was this all before the podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I've done loads of stuff. But it wasn't quite. Sorry to cut you off. But it wasn't because yeah. I remember speaking to you. And it, was actually, it was work, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were talking to each other, and we went to this thing called Clothes Show, which was a. Um, what was it? I just don't know. But it was. What were you doing that? Oh, as well? just validating myself. Okay. <laughs> That's all it was. And Jamie and I met each other then. And you were, as I said, you were filming Charlotte's YouTube channel. And we got chatting. I said, what do you do? And you said, oh, well, um, I, uh, I have a podcast and I do this. And I went, oh, what, what, what podcast? I was like, podcast? What, God, are you what a twat. <laughs> but literally, no, no, please listen to me. No, you didn't. You said, it so ca- you said it so casually. You just said, oh, I do this and I do that and I have a podcast mm-hmm. and things like that. And I went, oh, tell me the person. You went, oh, it's called My Dad Wrote a Porn. You said that to me, and I went, what a silly name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. You just walked away. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went, what an idiot. And then, and I went, oh, how's it going? You went, yeah, yeah, it's, it's doing pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's doing all right. And you were so offhanded about it. And I was like, should we really? And then I went and checked, and I was like, oh, okay. And now <laughs> I know, because my brother was then talking about it that Christmas, about how popular it was and how much he loved it. And you have this now iconic, like, Rocky, it's like a Rocky horror show following. It is, yeah, it, yeah, it's become like that. Which is interesting, seeing as it is Rocky's horror. Uh, my dad's pen name is Rocky Flintstone, uh. in case people don't know. Um, so, yeah, Rocky's horror has become a Rocky horror type obsession with people. Yeah, people come dressed up to our shows, and it's amazing. They're so great. Sort of fan art and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are really invested. It's wonderful, actually. Because they really do. But then, so you would. So you came out of Leeds, you're doing all these different things, you knew you yeah. wanted to go into television uh, or just do something about the creative side. And what was your first job when you came out of university? Oh, okay, it's a weird one. Did you come straight to London? Were you like, yes, I the did. Big yes. city, the lights. See I you came later. with a suitcase, Jamie. <laughs> a suitcase and a dream. Uh, <laughs> a little lad from hell. <laughs> and a lot of contacts I made at university. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so I the first job that I got actually was with James and Alice. Bizarrely, they. Um, uh, and you guys are best friends at yeah. Leeds. So we were mates at, at Leeds and um, best friends. God, we're not three. Sorry. <laughs> Francis my best friend Francis James is my best Ellen. friend so but, yeah oh that's nice am um, I yours what <laughs> <laughs> so you came to um, London yeah so um, and then the three of us um, just by chance got a job do you remember do you remember Bebo yeah oh, the yeah. social network that Loved was Bebo yeah do you remember do, it, yeah I did do you know what my, I, I was thinking about this do you know what my um, my status on Bebo was uh, live fast, die young, which is the most ridiculous piece of information and quote that anyone should ever live by. So James quite, Dean. It's quite fitting for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like... Live fast, die young. No, live super <laughs> slow and grow old. Like, what yeah. is the point? Why? And then by the time I'm 30, I'm like, oh, should have died by now. So I'm really... <laughs> Delete that account. <laughs> no longer an accurate representation of my life. Um, no, so, but, so Bebo was a thing. Um, and we made a show on Bebo. They made like, t- it was, they were quite ahead of their time actually that they made uh, video content. And it was a show called A Message from Earth where we gathered pictures from Bebo users around the globe and then traveled to Ukraine to the International Space Center and sent these messages into space to the nearest planet that, con- that could conceivably hold life, which was called Gliese 581C. Um, <laughs> they must be so confused. <laughs> Honestly, and it, it was like the summer of 2008. So every picture was like... George Sampson because he just won like oh, the yeah, yeah. Time. so I was like if, if this really does go to aliens I'll think that George Sampson is like the king of earth 
and like Cheryl Cole and like all these random, really specific things from that that summer. Um, but yeah, we went to Ukraine, which was depressing. Um, a place called Ev, Ev Petoria, which is Crimea actually. So it's really why now did you, Why did Russia. you pick? Ukraine, why? Because um, they were the only space centre that would let us do such a yeah, stupid really? thing. That thought you were that crazy. <laughs> yeah. We want to fire okay. things We want to use your massive telescope <laughs> to beam <laughs> binary images into space. Yeah, and, and, cool. and they were like, who are you? Like George Sampson. George Sampson. <laughs> Cheryl. Cheryl Cole. Did you put a picture of you in there? I didn't, oh. annoyingly. No, I don't think I entered the competition. But, but what was the, because with every show you need to have a story, right? So what was the end story of that show? The ending story was, in 55 years, once the messages have reached Lisa 501C, we're going to come back and see if they respond. <laughs> um, so we have some time to go still. Maybe we do like a special podcast when we're like 75. Be like, so the messages have arrived and n- nothing. No. Nothing. But that's, a, I mean, people... but it's a weird first job. But it was fun. But Bebo, so Bebo was really ahead of its time. I remember it. Yeah. But it was, but Bebo was. It was the, it actually, yeah, it was. It was the original Facebook, right? That's, yeah, yeah. Mm. So it was connected. And they did like little my, my dramas space. on there. Yeah, MySpace as well was around, yeah. Mm. But they had like little dramas and then after uh, the you know, huge success of A Message from Earth, uh, we went and made a kind of magazine show called Beebox on Bebo and then Bebo folded. Uh, yeah. No kind of comment on our content that we made for them, but uh, it was <laughs> packed up and sold yeah, so by you AOL. Made, you made all the content. They were like, you know what, we're going we're gonna to pack it in now. I think we've spent all of our money on this stupid telescope, but yeah. we have to wait 50 years. They like, commissioned years. a second series. They were like, either we can honour this commitment to do a second series or we just close down the whole social network. We'll just close it. So you guys, so you, Alison and, and James, yeah. uh, were working together. And then did you kind of form this group that you kept working together in different things? Well, we'd always made stuff together. So like... That was kind of the big thing of doing student TV. So you guys uh, were best friends. We were best friends. <laughs> best friends. Good. Um, and uh, it's really nice when you have best friends, isn't, isn't it? Because you can yeah. just speak to them every day and go, "God, you just are my best friend." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we were best friends at Leeds. We're still best friends now. Um, and uh, and yeah, so we'd made stuff together at uni for free. So we were like actually making stuff for free. We'd kind of we were always doing anyway. So. It was great that we, were be, that we were being paid to do the Bebo stuff, but we just continued to make like stupid little sketches. I also have a writing partner that I write more serious stuff with. Um, like what kind of stuff? Kind of. <laughs> There's uh, another question right in there. He goes in with the, the real deep ones. <laughs> I'm actually writing a thing about football at the minute, which is oh, really cool. It's very serious. It's like a, it's like, well, it's like a drama. Oh. Um, uh, and just, yeah. just quickly before, uh, what kind of just, roles? I'm just multi-talented. Oh, sounds sure. like it. What, <laughs> what kind of uh, roles are you looking for at the moment for that new show? Um, I'm looking for someone who couldn't quite make it as a tequila boy. I don't know if you know anybody who could fit that bill. Uh, well, I'm just Sprightly, saying. Look, I'm just very saying, blonde. That's a very specific casting type. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, all I'm saying, look. Yeah, I, You're I, angling for a role. I can just see I'm not, you itching. Listen, I'm not angling for a role. I'm just saying that, look. Some people in life need to be given a chance. Okay. And I think you've been given many. Nah, I haven't. <laughs> I grew up under bridges. <laughs> I grew up just outside Victoria. It was really hard. You oh grew up God. jerking off punks under bridges. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, you could you could give me a 
role in because I feel like it's I know it's, well, it's a can, new green street that you're making isn't it you, <laughs> kind of there you go what you could do is you could have a role in the Belinda Blink movie if you want if you if that are would, you okay, serious thanks no you, you I'll didn't, take it no, you're not just taking my role <laughs> what you're not taking you can, my there's role there's only room for one of us in this no you don't I, I want to no listen I feel like I should be in one of your dramas Paul okay knows. okay no, <laughs> I should be. I should be. Actually, can you get your dad to write Jamie into your porn? Oh, don't. He will listen to this and he will write. He'll, yeah, he he writes every every single footnotes guest we've ever had on the show because we have guests that come on the show bit like this. Um, he's always been like, so I'm thinking of maybe writing them into the story in some way, and I'm like, oh, please don't. So he doesn't in like way. book he does, he eighty-five. They'll be like Emma Thompson pops in for <laughs> tea with Belinda. Just name dropping. Sorry. Dame well, Emma Thompson. Well, we've had... We've, we've or Dame M, as I call her. Well, we've had Ollie Proudlock, so there you there go. go. <laughs> there you go. And I hear that between them, they have two Oscars. <laughs> Amazing. I just feel like you should give me a role. I can, if you, I can role play right now if you want me to be a... a what is, just give me, just, come on, give me one of your characters in the show. Just quickly go. In, in what show? In the football show. Go on. Well, it's... It, uh, Just give me one. Wow, Go I on. can't. It's, it really isn't at the point Is he of, tough? Uh, is he not tough? He is... Um, there's a guy called Sam, actually. You could All play right. Sam. And what? And Sam's how old? He's, um, yeah, about your age. 22. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Fine. And, um, then? and he goes and plays... For, he he uh, never made it as a, as a football player. <laughs> he didn't. He always wanted to. Yeah. Uh, he just hangs out at clothes shows. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I've got it. So Sam, 22 years old. He wants to be a footballer. <clears throat> no, he doesn't want to. He doesn't, he doesn't want to be a footballer. No, he, no, can't, no, no. he can't be. That dream is. Okay, fine. Sam. <laughs> He's too old. He can't Sam, do it. twenty-two years old from Hale. From Hale, and he has aspirations to be a footballer. Sure, we'll go with that. There you go. But he's getting on a bit. I'm sure yeah. <laughs> this show is going to do so well. I can see it now. Yeah. Right, Jamie, on that note, we've got to have the question of the week. So, Francis, oh, yeah. please, let's uh, have yeah. the question of the week. Okay. What is the most searched porn term? Oh, that's Ooh, a good question. Good one. Uh, Jamie is the guest. I first. think, well, we had John Ronson on our show mm. who has done a lot of research into like porn and stuff. So I think it's something like, like stepmom. Stepmom. Or something. Apparently, like things that are really popular are kind of incestual things. Oh yeah. Very okay. big in the porn world. Okay, so th- so so you so pop then it, well then I would think it would be glory hole. Is that what you uh, okay. said? <laughs> <No, I don't. laughs> I don't search that. I would imagine it to be niche, but maybe not. I uh, don't. We'll find out. I don't search that. I'm just saying. That's, you're, you're just projecting. No, I'm not projecting. <laughs> I'm just saying that if if I was Well, everyone must search glory yeah. hole. <laughs> I'm going for glory hole. Glory Hill. Okay. Yeah. Jamie, you're going for... Stepmom. <laughs> Stepmom. Or we... like some sort of law, like stepsister or... about That's from my it's limited... It's very revealing, Jamie. No, we're just because <laughs> this is what... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're just both going on our own yeah, yeah, search yeah. history. Mine is... Jamie's like, glory hole. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, definitely glory well, hole. It has to be glory hole, obviously. <laughs> stepsister glory hole. <laughs> What is it? I haven't. Well, what, 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 what would you have said? Oh, shit. Well, hang on. What would you have said? Oh, yeah, Francis. What would, what what would I know you, the answer. But, but what, what would, would you have, have said? 
Uh, what would I have said? That was a harmony there, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Told you, man, this way we should be writing dramas and doing everything together. <laughs> but he's your best friend. No, I, I, I don't I, care. I'm your best friend now. <laughs> you are. Uh, I can't really, because I know, so it's hard for me okay, to say. Okay, fine. Yeah. Cut it. Yeah. See you next. Yeah, yeah, see yeah, you yeah, for yeah. the next round. Yeah, see you for the next round. Blow job. That's what <laughs> you would think. Yeah. <laughs> Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Naked Girls. <laughs> Okay, uh, Jamie, what we like to do in the podcast is read a little bit of my diary. So yes, I'm going to entertain I've been, I've been you. forward to this bit. And I feel a lot of pressure because, you know, your, your whole podcast is about reading. It's me this. reading, so yeah. I'm going to read this. <clears throat> Saturday. So I don't know if I've told you this before, talking to the listener, not the diary. Sure. Well, stop looking no, at me then. No, sorry. It's looking in. <laughs> I feel like we're best friends, that's why. So I don't know if I told you this before, listener, or you know it already, but I live alone. It's not because I'm a it's not because I'm a loner or uncool. It's not because I'm a loner or uncool. That's an unrelated issue. <laughs> Happy coincidence. It's simply because I made the decision to myself. I actually bought the flat underneath one of my best friends, Spencer Matthews, who of course has been on the podcast before, but he has he's he moved out as soon as I moved in with his new wife and new baby boy. To be honest, I think it's totally selfish of him and unfair. That sounded like you moved in with his new wife. and his <laughs> No, he moved out. Okay. <clears throat> to be honest, I think it's totally selfish and unfair of him to do so, to have a kid and wife without warning me, that is. But as life, it is sometimes. So now that I live alone, I do things that alone people do, like laugh to myself while watching TV, or, as I did last night, play catch with myself on the sofa. It's not a metaphor, if you... <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Not playing catch with myself. But today I did one of the most live-alone things you can do. That is buy a printer. After much deliberation with Jacob, who worked there, he also lived alone, so I trusted his judgment on printers, I bought the Canon Pixma T53150. It was a little on the pricey side, but I was promised by Jacob that the results were well worth it. I gave him a cool high-five and took it home, gleaming almost smug. I opened it, placed it on the ground, and began digesting the instructions like it was a Bronte novel. I came to the conclusion that it shouldn't be that hard. Is this just a really long sponsor read for this specific brand printer? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm really salivating. I've never seen anyone be so into a printer, my God. What the hell are you printing, glory holes? <laughs> I came to the conclusion that it shouldn't be that hard. Not like the time I ordered Ikea. I ordered Ikea once and it turned out you had to build it yourself. So I hear. Yeah. I didn't realise... That's kind of their entire business. Model. <laughs> yeah, it's called flat pack furniture. <laughs> I um, did not realise it. I was I ordered it to the house and then had to order someone to build it for me. Oh my god! And then I just sat and watched him while playing catch. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have such. A, this is actually true. I have such a weird obsession with people cleaning. I love watching people clean. It really satisfies me. God, you elitist <laughs> fucker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not... Hey, it's like, build so just, this yeah, You build that. I want to watch you fucking clean while I play catch build alone. Build this and then clean that. <laughs> no, I really do. For some reason, there's a few things that really satisfy me. Watching people clean and watching people like take photos or looking at art, I get real satisfaction out of it. To the point that when I did this exam at my... So you're sc- comparing a... Someone cleaning your flat to a work of art. <laughs> <laughs> it's social realism, guys. No, but it was. I, this, I did an exam once uh, for my GCSEs, and we did it in this big exam hall, and the whole 
roof was glass. And they went, right, everyone begin. As they begun, uh, as everyone began, they had window cleaners to, to work on the uh, ceiling and the, the glass ceiling. And I went, oh, I'm fucked. And I just sat there watching them for half an hour because I became so obsessed. Failed that exam. <clears throat> and you and got into Leeds. Interesting. Yeah, BBC went up and pleaded to them and let me in. Good boy. Yeah, thank you very much. <clears throat> now, so I, I stood up, picked up... The, uh, that's it. I came to the conclusion that it shouldn't be that hard, not like the time I ordered Ikea. So I stood up, picking up the printer with me. Now, I still don't know how this happened, but as I walked towards the computer where I was going to place the printer underneath, I slipped on something and began to fall. In the feat of despair to save my beloved printer, I tried to fling it onto the sofa... It hurtled through the air straight towards the safety of the poofs that had aligned along it. However, it completely missed the sofa and smashed against the wall and me to pass out. So true this. I slipped aside and tried to throw it on the sofa and it smashed on the wall. So <laughs> I'm sorry, I actually... your printer. I smashed my... My Canon Pixma T53150, I screamed. What would Jacob say? I fell to my knees trying to piece it together until I caught myself in the mirror and realised, what the fuck am I doing? I'm 30 years old and crying over a printer. The problems of living alone. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can blame that on living alone. The problems of being you, but yeah. Wait, so what did you, how did you print stuff before? I didn't have one. Well, who needs to print anything now? Jamie, listen, I live alone, I have a printer. But why? Well, well I thought it'd be exciting. Name thought... me one thing you would print. I, I print lots of things, like cinema tickets. Why? So I can go to the cinema. Don't need to print it. Okay, I, do you know what else I print? What? Shh. Shopping list. Oh yeah, because I didn't have a pen, so I could print it. I okay. think you are just printing glory holes. <laughs> I do as well. What just pictures of holes? Put it in the game. So clear. Oh god, this turns me on. <laughs> uh, right, Jamie, that's the end of part one. Can we? Will you stick around for part two? Sure. Well, you can have to. You have a lock the door, so I guess I have to. <laughs> You're gonna say that. We'll see you in part two, everybody. Bye bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.